What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we give you the catalyst to enhance your music career and stop procrastination through actionable strategies. Join myself, Cody, and my co-host, Jared, on a journey to unlock your true potential and gain the skills of self-confidence, discipline, self-control, and the grit needed to optimize your musical journey. Welcome to episode number three of the High Performance Producers Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about uh, ways in which you can make time for for the creation process, for for creating beats and music, um, even while you are living life as a busy professional. Uh, and and before we before we even dive in, uh, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, and it takes intentionality. It takes strategy, but it is possible. Um, and, and I'm, I'm saying that as somebody that has worked, uh, uh, that, that has pursued music both during my undergraduate college career, during my graduate college career, and for the past two and a half years, I've had a, at a full-time gig that, that required a lot of time, roughly 45 to sometimes 65 hours per week, all while managing multiple music projects and, um, trying to to continue to live my life as as an artist and uh, Jared, before we before we dive into some of these tactics, uh, what what does your life currently look like as a as an artist and a busy professional? Yeah, so just like you said, it's it's very similar in terms of the, there's a lot of challenges that arise and a lot of things that you kind of have to overcome in the process of juggling multiple tasks, whether that be. Uh, like we're talking about busy professionals or whether that be going to school, being a student, which is something that it's kind of where my journey started off with. When I was at college, a lot of times it was making sure that either getting up before class or making sure that at the end of, of getting out of class that I had some time to make some music as well as again getting out of school and graduating and then getting into the professional world and making sure that, again, you find time in your schedule and making sure that you create some sort of habit or some sort of routine for yourself that you can fall back on anytime that you start to lose that motivation or start to lose that drive. And like one of the things that I, we always talk about together and one thing that I know that you're kind of really an uh, advocate for is waking up early. And I always see you wake up early. I know we talked about the runs a little bit on the last one, but you also do something else every morning, which is create some music. So I was going to ask how, again, as somebody who is a uh, busy professional or somebody who might be a busy student or busy fill in the blank, how can you get time by maybe waking up early before whatever that event happens to be, such as work and using those best hours for yourself and ways that you were able to go about that? Yeah, for 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 me, there's there's two main components and main benefits of waking up early. Uh, and for context, I I typically set my alarm for five a.m. That that is what an early morning looks like for me. And two reasons: one, the most important is if you focus on the creation process and and creating your music. At that early stage, there's nothing else throughout the day that can get in the way of your productivity um, and that sacred time that you have in in front of your DAW or in front of your instrument. It it allows you to utilize the time exactly how you want it before your time is robbed by your boss, uh, your spouse, your kids, the any any other responsibilities that you have in life. Uh, so for me, the first thing I do is I wake up, I I've 
like 12 ounces of water that I put some Himalayan salt in. I chug that to begin my hydration. I make a pot of coffee. Um, as that's brewing, I get into the studio. I set up Ableton and I, I get ready for a creation process. Um, I get my coffee and I have 45 minutes to, to 60 minutes of just pure creation time without the distractions of anything else within my day. I know it. I know at 6 a.m., that's when I'm going to go get my workout in or, or start working on other aspects of my day. But that first hour is mine and mine alone with the creation process. So that that's the first component. Two, there is something extremely magical about the 3, 4, and 5 a.m. time period, and it's hard to explain. I think maybe... Maybe it's the fact that that the world is waking up. It just feels like a, a slower pace. But my best creation, my best creativity comes from those hours, and I, I can't can't suggest it enough. And and sometimes it is difficult, and you must change your sleeping patterns in order to be able to wake up that early. Because obviously, the um, especially in the past decade, we've we've realized how important sleep is. Um, but if you can, but if you can start developing that habit of, of waking up and, and creating, creating music in between that five, 5 5am and 6am period, I think there, there's going to be a ton of benefit. And, uh, it's hard to explain the type of magic that you feel for, at that time period, but uh, I suggest every single listener to, to at least give it a shot. Um, and, and lastly, there's there's an excitement to getting your day started when you know the first thing you're going to do is create music. So for me, my alarm's set at five, but when I'm feeling my absolute best, sometimes I'll wake up at three thirty. I'll I'll look at the alarm clock. If it's if it's three thirty, that's reasonable. I say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go create music. Um and and having that excitement in comparison to, to let's say you work at nine and you wake up at eight o'clock and you have to go straight to work. That sucks. <laughs> you're not very optimistic about what you have to do um, unless you really love your job. But if you really love your job, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Um, but when you, when you know that, that your time is going to be dedicated to, to creating the music and the art that you love, there's, there's that excitement about uh, that, about jumping out of bed to start your day that that once again is a benefit that that is going to perpetuate with you throughout the throughout the rest of your day Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's such a great way to put it and like you and one of the other things that you said earlier when you're going through that that i really liked is like using uh making sure that you're you're, you're, for example your boss or whoever is in charge whether it be the school whatever it is waking waking up to that um is really tough uh, and that's kind of referencing what you're saying at the end. If you're waking up at eight o'clock and you have to go to work at nine, um, which is something that I, I used to do a lot when I first started working before I got into a better routine, it was really tough to be like, oh, like I'm going to wake up and the first thing I have to do is something that I'm not necessarily looking forward to. But whether that, again, whether it's school, anything that could be in your routine, but creating something that you can wake up to and really want to do is crucial. It's definitely a, a huge aspect to being more creative and being able to, again, work in more time uh, as a busy professional, for example. Uh, yeah, well, well, being creative, more productive. And I think underlying all of that is being happy. 
I, in the, in speaking from my own personal experiences and in, in going through the ebb and flow of, of having a schedule dialed in and then dealing with an extremely busy schedule that might take away from, from the ability to, to wake up at that time. I, your, I, my happiness level is increased dramatically when, when that mm-hmm. is consistently my routine. I, uh, and, and ugh, I, I hope all artists can, can experience that, that feeling and, that yeah. that level of motivation at some point. And, yeah, I was about to say. I'm sure we'll have a whole probably episode dedicated to morning routines, mm-hmm. uh, maybe for each of ourselves, but as well as some tips and tricks that we can give to everybody in order to get something and for for themselves to wake up at five o'clock. Because that's not something that you can just easily do. It's not Thanos snap of the fingers, but it's something that you prepare for, mm-hmm. and that's something that we could probably talk about a lot more in depth. But um, in terms of like preparing for those sessions, what's maybe something that you do that to to make sure that you're prepared for them? Because uh, a quote that I always like to think about is like uh, I think it's from uh, like uh, Axe uh, uh, Woodsman or something like that, or it's Abraham Lincoln as I think who it's uh, abbreviated to, but I'm not sure if that's actually who it's who it's really behind it. But if you have four hours to cut down the tree, you should spend two hours sharpening the axe. And I always thought that was like interesting, especially in terms of. Uh, making beats or whether it's music creation to make sure that you're preparing that session. So like, what's something that you do? It, I, so I enjoy, I, uh, so typically for those 5am creative sessions, I would say 70% to 75% of the time I am working on a project that I've already created. Um, 25% of the the time I'm, I'm building something new. And especially for those morning sessions, I enjoy being able to dive into, to a project that's already, already in the process of, of being turned into a track. And more specifically, that doesn't necessarily have to be a full fledged track. That could be a drum beat. That could be some chords and, and a melody top line. And being able to uh, to to work and essentially essentially work on those micro level pieces, it, it gives you those building blocks to to build out those tracks further. And hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. And and for for those morning sessions, I I'm only creating for um, forty five to sixty minutes. And so being able to wake up, be excited, be as soon as I wake up, I'm thinking about that project that I already have started and I, I, I dive in and, and just be, just begin the process. So, um, and, and I know you, you and I have talked in private about your processes, but building yourself loops, it, it's beneficial to, to build out essentially your own <clears throat> personal sample pack to, to have those Lego those Lego blocks and those building blocks that, that are your own personal creations that you can in turn later into full fledged productions. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I definitely think that referring to, to kind of draw to a parallel from what you were saying, it's like an assembly line Uh, is kind of how I like to think about my process and like what you were saying, where it's, you might be doing little bits and pieces of it along the way to eventually get to some end product. And one of the things that, again, why I like to call it an assembly line is if you can figure out a way to systemize all of those things and identify them and create it into some sort of, uh, again, a process, just some way that framework that you know you're going to go through it, it makes it a lot easier. And one of the things for myself that I know about my process, especially as a sample-based beat maker, is sometimes it can be a little bit tough to find inspiration or like to find like the perfect sample or to create like the perfect drum loop for, or, or find the perfect sounds, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and especially coming home from, for example, work or maybe getting out of class when I was uh, first starting, 
it was really hard to just like sit down and be like, yeah, I'm going to make music or like find that inspiration, find that motivation Mm -hmm. is what people always say. And part of it is because motivation is fleeting and that's a whole nother conversation. But another part of it is finding something that is inspiring you. And that's kind of also referring to what you're saying again with the waking up to something that's inspirational. But when you get out of work or when you get out of that uh, thing that you're busy with, to have something that's useful to, to motivate you. So for example, in my assembly line, it's making sure that I have either I've searched through some sort of, sort of sample library or I've listened to some sort of records and I have samples ready in a folder that I can just pull from and be inspired by. Or maybe it's that I've previously made some sort of drum loops or something like that that I put together or even just drum sounds and made a kit for myself so that I can just pull that template in. And creating these little variations for yourself allows for the inspiration to come a lot easier. And it's something that I would definitely suggest for any other like creator in that process of making templates and making frameworks mm-hmm. for yourself and yep. kind of being able to identify what you're doing throughout your process in order to get a more efficient outcome uh, with what you're making. So that's like my personal take of why I really enjoy samples and why I like them. And also just especially coming from the boom bat background, sample Samples are sound sound amazing to me, and drums sound amazing to me, and kind of like what what we always talk about. But um, anything else you want to kind of like throw in there with like your use of samples? I know yours is more about making the the sounds, and like you're saying, creating this assembly line. Um, and I know one thing that some people that get really busy with, uh, and I want to say because you said you only have like forty five to sixty minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people say like, oh, I don't have enough time, right? But you're a you're creating this time. That that's again a whole nother discussion, but it's like, what can you do to, or what can you tell people to A, make sure that they get started on that session, but to maybe create a habit out of making some sort of session, whether it be five, 10 minutes, or whether it's uh, 45 or 60 minutes, but some way that they can maybe start creating that into a habit for themselves. I, I definitely can. And, and we, we touched on it uh, in, in the previous episodes, but uh, it's my list of non-negotiables. You need to you need to set. Um, so there there's a quote by Jocko Willink that that I absolutely love, and it's discipline equals freedom. And mm-hmm. for me, because it when you when you first think about that quote, discipline equals freedom. Uh, some people might say, how how does restricting yourself or 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 holding yourself to a specific set of goals or tasks create freedom? And it it makes so much sense when you actually dive into the process because you, when you have your, your list of non-negotiables or list of tasks that you do every single day, it makes your life easy because you, you don't have any other options. You get those done. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and sometimes, and, and this is also from Jocko Willink, sometimes you have to do the absolute bare minimum. So if like one of your goals is to work out every single day, some days you might only get a one mile walk in, uh, related more to creativity. Sometimes you, you may only get uh, a single Ableton session in. And, and for me, we can, we can talk about my, my schedule today. So this was today I worked my second to last day of my full-time job. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, I was there at seven o'clock and I finished the shift at four thirty. So it was nine and a half hours. And I, we we were slotted to record at six o'clock Mountain Standard Time. I I reached out to you even though it was scheduled. I I said, hey man, is there any way that we can we can potentially 
bump it back to seven because I have my list of non-negotiables. My shift went a little longer than I expected it to, and I have to get them in. And even if you would have been, if your schedule wouldn't have been able to uh, accommodate that shift, I would have ran those 2.4 miles in the dark. You know, like I, I still need to play my saxophone today. Um, by the time we get done recording and and hang up the phone and by, it might be nine o'clock. Um, and I'll probably, I'll play my saxophone for 10 minutes just on the, Mm -hmm. the borderline neighbors might think about calling the cops. They (laughs) might not, but then I'll put it away and I get, (laughs) get (laughs) and I get, um, but I get to check off that non-negotiable and, and that creates freedom. Like, is, is there a certain level of stress to that? Potentially, but I think it's that, that healthy amount of stress and, uh, once again, it, it, it creates a more free life in my opinion, because I know that I'm going to accomplish all of these tasks every single day. And, um, over the long haul, all, even, even if you only, if you produce an Ableton for 10 minutes a day, that's a hell of a lot better than producing for, um, for an hour, one day per week. And then, and then yeah. getting out of habit. You said it. You said it. It's like about creating that 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 habit and about making sure that ten minutes a day can compound compared to an hour once a week or something like that. Whatever that happens to be for yourself. And again, to create it, uh, to to take the bigger task and make it into something less daunting and make it into something that's digestible for yourself, even if that is only some uh, making beats for five minutes. Whether it's getting out just a drum loop, just some chords, or just a melody, like sometimes that can be enough. And people underestimate the value of what doing just one layer at a time over time can do for them. So for example, if you were to do one layer a day, even if it only takes five or 10 minutes, by the end of the week, you'll have the the track done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Take like Saturday, Sunday to mix the track and then you're all good. Boom. You got a track every week. But people think that again, what what you're saying, they need an hour or, or whatever number it is for them that they need to make a track. Um, when in reality is, is it's just a stack of little things. Um, the other thing uh, that I kind of wanted to, before we wrap up here, it's to express your non-negotiable, uh, something that me and Cody, when we were prepping this whole thing, uh, we had a call and it was me, it was when I realized that I, I knew Cody was definitely like tough as nails and that he was kind of like the perfect partner for this, but this is the, the call that solidified it for me. <laughs> he, he shoots me a message and he goes, Hey man, is it cool if I actually am, am on a run when we do this call? Because like I, I, I haven't ran today and it's non-negotiable for me. And I, I have this, it was right before he ran his uh, 50 mile race. So it was like, he, I, I'm assuming he needed the, the those miles to make sure that you're hitting did. your goals, hitting those non-negotiables as well. But it was so that he could make sure he hit that goal. And it was all these small steps along the way, again, making sure that he did that to get to that 50 mile goal. But it, it also just shows how uh, devoted he is to this non non-negotiable list that he has. And again, that call was, was awesome. I thought that was, that was great, but that's like the last little sentiment I want to kind of end today on. Cause I know it's, it's getting a little bit longer on this one, but yeah. yeah any, but, anything else you wanted to say on that one? I, well, Jared, I just want to talk about that a little bit further because that was, uh, that was the first time I had, I'd had a, had a call and I believe it was, it was five miles, potentially eight miles. Um, it was somewhere in between that five to eight mile range in, in, um, I knew that we we weren't necessarily recording anything, so I, I had my I have my wireless power beats, and I I just wanted, and I I knew that I knew that I'd be able to talk and listen while while I was able to run, and so that was a yeah. um, that was an awesome test, and and thank you for that sentiment, and and it's important. I 
trying to look at trying to look at that experience or my own perspective objectively it it's not easy um to begin starting to begin that that process and starting to build those habits initially but once you once you find that flow and you find that inspiration or you, or you talk to the people that that inspire you to get to that point it all becomes possible and and then and and that just like you said earlier compounds over time and um, it allows you to be just a, a fulfilled and, and productive artist. So, so thank you for bringing that up, man. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as far as this episode, Jared, I think that that's all I got, man. Yeah, I think a great way to wrap everything up. So to kind of go over everything that we talked about today, it's first thing was use your early mornings if you can get those best hours to yourself, those hours where everyone else is usually sleeping or everyone else isn't going to be annoying you and trying to reach you. And try to figure out ways that you can uh, build your routine around waking up a little bit earlier to make more music. The second thing we talked about was using loops and maybe preparing your own loops or, and building the sort of assembly line for yourself in order to create more tracks. And whether that be building one little thing at a time in order to create a bigger thing by the end of it. Um, and the last thing that we kind of just ended off on was uh, creating a habit out of um, music creation. And in Cody's case, it was making sure that he had the habit of his non-negotiable and sticking to that list. But also just this general idea of making sure that you have the habit of creation and the habit of beat making and not necessarily worrying uh, always about the habit of the outcome, but also just about the practice of making the beats and maybe doing that for, again, five or 10 minutes a day and not worrying about these huge daunting tasks. So again, hopefully that helps you guys create a little more music as a professional or a busy student or whatever you might be having some some trouble getting the time with. And uh, anything else you want to end off on? For anybody that's doubting their ability to do it, it's possible. You can. You just have to begin and you have to have to find the tools that can help you get to that point. You said it, my dude. So with that, definitely check us out at uh, the High Performance Producers and peace. Peace.